Today we will discuss Paticca Samuppada or dependent origination insofar as it is it is Buddhism itself or we could say it is the heart of Buddhism. Regarding this there are some Pali words which need to be remembered. In Thai we call this simply Paticca Samuppad or in Pali Paticca Samuppata. In Thai we don't feel it necessary to translate this word. We just take the original Paticca Samuppata and pronounce it in an easy Thai way. So this is one word that needs to be remembered. Paticca means interdependently or dependently, happening interdependently. And upata, upata means to arise, to originate, to happen. So a common translation of the term is dependent origination or to arise interdependently. So just like the word Dhamma, we prefer not to translate the term Bhaticca Samuppata. We think it's, it's better and more convenient to keep the original term from the original language in order to introduce it into all the other languages of the world. We think this is more beneficial. However, in the words of the Buddha, as recorded in the Pali scriptures, he mentions this thing with an even longer name. It's called Itapajayata Paticca Samuppata. It's now much longer, Itapajayata Paticca Samuppata. But here we prefer just to refer to it with the shorter name, Paticca Samuppata. But the meaning remains the same. And then now, when we're too lazy to mention the full name, we can just say Paticca, Paticca, although meaning the full meaning. Yesterday, in our first talk, we, <coughs> we discussed the word Dhamma and certain wonderful qualities it has. First of all, this word Dhamma cannot be translated into other languages. There's no word, one single word in any other language that can be used to translate the word Dhamma. <clears throat> Second, Dhamma means everything. Dhamma covers everything 
without any exception. And third, Dhamma is the answer to all questions. Any question you might have, Dhamma will be the answer. These are certain special qualities about the word, to the word Dhamma. Today what we'll investigate is how the thing called Dhamma is connected to or related to the thing called Baticca Samupata. The Buddha once said that whoever sees the Dhamma sees Baticca Samupata. Whoever sees Baticca Samupata sees the Dhamma. Therefore, they turn out to be one in the same thing. Further, he elsewhere said that whoever sees the Dhamma sees me. So what it means is the one who sees Paticca Samuppata sees the Dhamma and sees the Buddha. To see the Buddha one must see Paticca Samuppata. The Buddha reveals to us how dukkha arises. The Buddha shows us the reality of dukkha and how it happens. The characteristics, symptoms or modes of how dukkha happens is called dependent origination or paticca samuppata. And so showing how through how dukkha dependently arises, that is paticca samuppata, this is the fullest meaning of the Buddha, the one who shows us the dependent origination of dukkha is the Buddha. <clears throat> Further, we should notice that everything in this universe, without exception, is demonstrating and revealing Paticca Samuppata. All things in this universe are showing dependent origination. When we say everything in the universe, we mean all the things that can be seen, heard, smelled, touched. All the things that we can make contact with are what we mean by the universe. In Thai we would call all these things pragotakan, which is pretty much the same as the English word phenomena or phenomenon. So all the phenomena in the universe that we can see here and make contact with, all of these are revealing and demonstrating 
but teach us the Muppatha all the time. And here we will suggest, we will, <clears throat> we will guesstimate that there is something else which is, there is something else which is the opposite of all phenomena. And we'll, we'll suppose to call this the noumena or noumenon. It's a singular word, noumenon. Now when we use the word noumenon, we give it simply the meaning of that which is opposed, that which is the opposite of all phenomena. That which is not under the power of the law of dependent origination. That which is too profound to be affected by the law of Paticca Samupata. You may have heard other meanings for the word numenon, but this is the meaning we give it. So this is something else to consider at this point, that there, there ought to be something which is distinct from all phenomena. Nonetheless, we ought to know that both the phenomena and the noumenon are this thing called Dhamma. Both those things which are phenomena and that which is noumenon are still all merely Dhamma. But if we understand these things, we look at them as deeply as possible, we'll see that the ending of Paticca Samupata, the non-existence of Paticca Samupata, is the meaning of the Numanan. The Numanan is when, is the ending, the not being affected by dependent origination. So when we look at it this way, we see that even the Numanan is not unrelated to dependent origination, although its relation is that of being the opposite or being the negation of it. But from this perspective, we can see how the two are related. Sometimes we we use simpler terminology. We use the terms conditioned thing and non-conditioned thing. Conditioned phenomena are conditioned things, things which have causes and conditions. And the noumenon is the unconditioned thing. Sometimes we call them concocted things and unconcocted things which has the same meaning. Or even easier in more simple people language, we call them compounded things and uncompounded things. 
the equivalent Pali terms are sankata for the conditioned, concocted, compounded things and asankata for the unconditioned, unconcocted, uncompounded thing. Or sometimes the Pali terms are a little different. Sankara for the concocted things and Visankara for the unconcocted thing. If we know both of these, then we'll know all Dhammas. We know both the conditioned and the unconditioned, then we'll know everything that there is. The conditioned things are the, the aspect of things that are happening, that are arising, that are originating, being born. And the unconcocted thing is that which isn't born, which doesn't arise. Together, both those things that are born and that which isn't born make up all of Dhamma. Ordinarily, people like us only know about the conditioned, concocted things. We don't know, we haven't seen, we're unaware of the unconditioned numana, numanan. Our minds are very much caught up in the things that are happening, that are being born. And we aren't aware of that which isn't born, can't be born. But if we study dependent origination, if we examine it carefully until we see it fully, then we can see also it's that which is the absence, the end of dependent origination. So please be, get yourselves ready to take a good deep look at dependent origination so that we can see for ourselves both the concocted, compounded side of things and the unconcocted, unconditioned as well. We can, we can give a quite large example of this. The example is evolution. Evolution happens only because of Paticca Samupata. Without Paticca Samupata, there could be no evolution. In fact, they're one and the same thing. Evolution is dependent origination. Paticca Samupata is both the law that governs evolution as well as the power which fuels it. Dependent origination is both the law and the, the strength or power of evolution.
please try to understand this, this which is, although it is quite difficult to, to see. If there wasn't any paticca samupata, there would be no evolution. Only because there is paticca samupata is there evolution. How many millions or billions of years that evolution has taken place? And for how many millions, billions, trillions of years that evolution will continue? All of that is merely the flow of Paticca Samubhata. When modern scientists call it evolution, we simply call it Paticca Samubhata. This thing called evolution or called Paticca Samubhata happens on a very large scale. It happens on a medium scale and it happens on a very small scale. It happens in ways that are easy to see and in ways that are very difficult to see. Patichasamupata or evolution happens both outside of us as well as inside of us. There are many aspects, many variations, many manifestations of evolution of Paticca Samupata. You've probably never had the opportunity before to hear that the great awakening of the Buddha was enlightenment regarding Paticca Samupata. So far you've probably only heard that the Buddha was awakened to the Four Noble Truths, the Ariya Satya. But in his own words, the Buddha said that the Great Awakening was the full and total realization of Paticca Samubhata, which is all of the Four Noble Truths. Now, our dilemma in life is the problem of Dukkha. Dukkha is the big issue that we need to solve. And so when we speak of Paticca Samupata, we focus specifically on the issue, the dilemma of Dukkha. In fact, Paticca Samupata has to do with everything. But when we talk about it, we focus specifically on the problem of Dukkha. Therefore, to make it a little easier for communication, we make an important distinction and then have two different names to represent the distinction. 
when we talk about the issue of dukkha, then we use the word paticca samupata or dependent origination. But when we're talking about everything, all things in the universe, material and immaterial, mental and physical, then we use the term itapajayata, itapajayata, conditionality. But when we're only talking about dukkha and how dukkha happens and how dukkha is ended, then we use the more specific term paticca samupata. In fact, the essence of itapajayata and paticca samupata are the same but the words are a little different to, in order to make this distinction. So what sometimes happens is when, if we say that Paticca Samupata is evolution and vice versa, the people, especially the Buddhists who are literalists, who cling to the words in the scriptures too much, they think we're lying to them or playing a trick because they're too stuck on the literal expressions in the scriptures and they don't look at things broadly in the way we do. Now if we look at Paticca Samupata until we see it clearly, we'll see that it is merely the stream of conditioning the stream of concocting. And if you look at evolution, it turns out to be the same thing. Evolution is nothing more than a stream of conditioning, of new things being conditioned out of, out of causes and conditions. So by now you ought to be interested in and quite curious to study this stream of conditioning as it applies to everything. Or maybe some of you feel that that's too much, but you're interested in studying the stream of the conditioning of life, not necessarily talking about everything but looking at how this life right here that we experience so intimately, how it is an expression of the stream of conditioning. Now here we limit our study specifically to the thing we call life. Life is the specific area for our study. When we talk about life, we mean the mind-body or the body-mind. Be careful, don't make such a separation that it becomes body and mind. Don't separate life into two things, otherwise you'll die. But it's better to just say mind-body, body-mind because life is one. This is the area in which we need to study the stream of concocting.
In Pali, we have the term nama rupa, nama rupa, which literally means name form, or more simply, mind body. And this term nama rupa is singular. It's not mind and body, it's just mind body. Life is an integrated whole. We can't just rip it apart into body and mind. The flow of events and conditions throughout the universe is nothing more than the flow of or stream of Paticca Samupata. And then the flow of life is also nothing other than, nothing greater than the stream of Paticca Samupata. It's nothing less than, nothing greater than the flow of Paticca Samupata throughout the universe. So as we examine the flow of evolution, we see that this flow is nothing but new things arising out of conditions. Dependent on causes and conditions, new phenomena arise. And then the new phenomena in turn are the causes and conditions for even newer phenomena. And this constant arising out of causes and conditions is what is meant by dependent origination or paticca samupata. Evolution is nothing but this stream of conditioned dependent arisings and originations. And in that flow of dependent origination, you can't find the meanings of positive and negative anywhere. When it's all evolution throughout the universe is merely this stream of things being concocted out of causes and conditions, the meaning of positive or negative, or the meanings of good and evil, the meanings of getting and losing, don't really exist anywhere. It's our own minds that give these meanings to things. The meanings aren't there to begin with. But because some things please us, because we like certain things, we call them positive or good. And because other things displease us, because we don't like them, we call them negative or bad. But in reality, these don't exist in the flow of causes and conditions. But because of our own inner concocting, we go and give this positive and negative, good and evil, getting and losing, two things. So there is nothing, nothing else but just this flow of cause, some, something new arising out of causes and conditions.
arisings, originations coming from causes and conditions. And whatever phenomena arises or occurs, it's always appropriate to its causes and conditions. There is nothing else but this flow of dependent origination everywhere. There's nothing positive or negative. There's the words positive and negative, good and evil, can't be found in this flow. There's just the flow itself and not these words that we impose upon it. It's because of our ignorance, because we lack understanding of what's taking place, that certain things please us and other things displease us. And so we start to like some things and dislike others. And thus, because of our own ignorance, because of our lack of understanding, then we go and consider some things to be positive, others negative, some things good and others bad. But this is only because of our ignorance. The reality is just the flow of Paticca Samupata. And so we need to understand what's happening before ignorance can go and stir up, concoct, these ideas of good and evil, positive and negative, and so on. So that we see that it's nothing but a flow of Paticca Samupata. Even female and male don't exist. They're just the causes and conditions, concocting new causes and conditions, flowing on endlessly. Therefore, the study and investigation of dependent origination <clears throat> is the study of the most profound secret of nature. And at the same time, it is the study of our own incredible stupidity. At one and the same time, we study the most profound secret of nature and our own incredible ignorance. This tremendous stupidity of ours goes and takes a little part of the stream of dependent origination and regards it as being me or regards it as being mine. Our stupidity goes and takes part of it to be happiness and other parts to be suffering, takes this to be good and that to be bad. This is our incredible ignorance. It's just the stream of conditions, causes, leading to more conditions and causes. There's no me, no mine, no happiness, no suffering, no good, no evil anywhere to be found. There's a very simple, immediate example of this. In this world there is the male sex and the female sex. And then when these two interact, something new happens. 
what we suppose to be a child, what we like to call a child. And then this child develops according to the flow of Vaticha Samupata. The maleness, the femaleness develops accordingly. The two sexes interact. And there's another one of these things that we call a child. And then later there's this same inter... And that continues according to the stream of causes and conditions. There's another one of these interactions. And it just goes on and on like this. But because of our ignorance to the facts of life, we go and think, my child. And then, my inheritance. And my happiness. My sorrow. We go and grasp at these things as being me, as being mine. Grasp at them as getting and losing. Winning and being defeated. Happiness and suffering. This is a very simple, clear example of, of how we cling to the how it's just dependent origination, no matter what level you look at it, it's merely baticha samupata. But our ignorance makes us see it in different ways. Let's look at the, the biggest scale of baticha samupata that of the entire universe and see how our what our ignorance does because of this inherent stupidity we go and take things or we take we take bits and pieces of the flow of paticca samupata we take this one and we call it the sun and we take that one and we call it the moon and then the stars, and we give them all names. And then we call this the earth, and that a mountain, and that a river. And where this stupidity really gets carried away is where we go and call this a person. We say, this is a person, and those are animals, and this is the ground, and those are trees. The reality is it's just the flow, the process of Paticca Samupata. There's nothing more. But because of our own gross ignorance, we go calling things sun, moon, stars, earth, and a person. So the problem for each of us is one to understand the most profound secret of nature and two to understand this incredible stupidity of ours. This is the problem, this secret and our own stupidity. And so we need to study and investigate until we thoroughly understand this 
profound secret and our own profound ignorance. This is why that the moment you come here, we begin talking about Paticca Samupata. Because this, there's a very important reason for doing this. Because both the secret and our own ignorance are concerned with exactly this issue or this reality of Paticca Samupata. So it's necessary that we jump into this. When you come here to study the Dhamma, we try our best to bring your attention to Paticca Samupata because this is what we need to understand. This is what our stupidity is all about. The great importance of studying Paticca Samupata is that when we've really seen it, then we won't go around latching onto things in the old way. When we've really seen Paticca Samupata, we won't suppose or classify things as being good, as being evil, as being positive or negative. When we really just see the evolutionary flow of causes and conditions, then we won't suppose or classify things as being male or female, and then mother and father, son and daughter, as getting and losing, as happiness and suffering. Now as long as ignorance is still operating, we'll, we'll keep supposing and classifying things in the old way. And this will always lead to dukkha. This will keep us spinning around in the old cycles and habits of dukkha. But when we've seen this flow of causes and conditions according to reality, then there is no more possibility for attachment by means of ignorance. It's only because of ignorance that we attach. But when we are deeply aware of Paticca Samupada, that attachment through ignorance doesn't occur. And then Dukkha has no basis. In the flow of dependent origination, there are just causes and conditions stirring up new causes and conditions. But we, because of our ignorance, go and suppose some things to be demons and others to be angels. We, we take this to be heaven and that to be hell this to be happiness and that to be sadness. But it's only through ignorance that we go grabbing onto these things like that. In reality, there's just this endless stream of conditioning.
when when we realize this then we stop we stop grabbing on and then there is no more problem and no more question all questions and problems end when we have realized the the stream of paticca samuppatha let us focus the issue a bit here the fundamental problem is the problem of positive and negative that we ignorantly consider things to be positive and negative because we don't see the flow of paticca samuppatha then some things are taken to be positive and others to be negative and this creates all our problems there isn't any problem in life that doesn't come from this ignorant positive and negative of ours but when there's no ignorance when we are directly aware of the reality of paticca samuppatha then there's there's no taking or regarding or classifying anything as positive or negative and when the mind isn't l- attaching to things in terms of positive and negative then it's free this is the mind that has realized the highest thing the mind that has come in contact with the best thing there is in life because it's no longer ignorant no longer trapped within the illusion of positive and negative so this is the fundamental issue is there still stupid regarding and classifying in terms of positive and negative or is there no more of that foolish illusion this understanding has been known to humanity for thousands of years listen carefully for thousands of years people have understood this for example if you go to the very beginning of the christian bible to the book of genesis chapter 2 there's the story that is believed to be thousands of years old long long before the time of Jesus Christ there is the incident where God tells Adam and Eve don't eat that fruit from the tree of knowledge that fruit which will lead you to supposing and classifying things as being good and evil don't eat that fruit that will lead you to to knowing to classifying things as good and evil otherwise you will die so this is one example of how this issue was understood thousands of years ago and this understanding developed further and appeared throughout the world whether in buddhism or in Taoism which was about the same time or Hinduism which came a bit later 
in all of these there is the same teaching to not fall under the influence of these dualities such as positive negative good and evil don't fall under the influence of positive and negative this is an age-old message contained in all the religions Lao Tzu who lived about the same time as the Buddha he he used the terms yin and yang don't fall under the influence of yin and yang in Buddhism the terminology was kusala and agusala wholesomeness and unwholesomeness and then in the Hindu teachings it's punya and papa punya and papa which is roughly goodness and sin or goodness and evilness virtue and sin although the terms may differ a bit the meaning is the same not to let the mind fall fall under the influence and power of positive and negative good and evil yin and yang kusala and akusala punya and papa this has been known for thousands of years but nobody's interested in it our highly educated population which we take to be so civilized has no interest in this greatest wisdom ever discovered by humanity and so now it's wasted this wisdom goes to waste because nobody cares about it people are only interested in spinning around in positive and negative chasing after the positive and so this age-old wisdom has been wasted maybe it's about time that people started to get interested next we'd like to mention something quite amusing about Paticca Samupata there's one very amusing fact one which if you see it if you understand this fact then you'll understand Paticca Samupata thoroughly this the funny thing about Paticca Samupada is that it comes from voidness and goes to voidness this ageless ceaseless process of evolution or Paticca Samupata which has gone on for so long we can't measure how long it comes from voidness and leads to voidness there is voidness and out of voidness is concocted non-voidness 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 until there is voidness again this is what's so funny about dependent origination that it comes from voidness and ends up in voidness at the beginning there's just the voidness of causes and conditions this flow of causes and conditions is 
just the, the natural reality of voidness. It starts off, originally there is just voidness, but then as ignorance becomes active in the mind, we go and classify and regard things as being a person, as being me, as being mine, as being desirable, undesirable, good, bad, punya, papa, yin, yang, until the world is just crammed full of positive and negative. When the world is full of positive and negative, there's no more voidness. When we're classifying and attaching to things as being positive and negative, the voidness has now been filled up. So then we need to, originally there's just voidness, natural voidness, but then ignorance came in and filled it up with positive and negative. <clears throat> so now we need to study until we really understand the flow of Paticca Samupata. And so, we <clears throat> and so we understand our own stupidity. And then we'll stop being deceived by the flow of causes and conditions. And we won't, we won't get trapped in it anymore. We won't go foolishly classifying things and attaching to them as being me and mine, as being self, atta, or belonging to self. Atanya. will no longer be trapped in positive and negative. And then there is voidness again. When the mind is no longer ignorantly grasping at anything as being me and mine, being positive and negative, then there is voidness. And so it comes from voidness and ends up in voidness. This is something well worth your attention. Because of our stupidity, all kinds of problems occur. Now when we say stupid here, all we mean is not knowing, a lack of correct understanding. This is what we mean by foolishness or stupidity. Because of this original stupidity, then there arises the, the wrong understanding that this is me, this is mine. There arises the identity of self, the, the sense of self is clung to, is identified with as this is myself, this is really me. And from this identity of self, there comes selfishness. Once we're identifying with ourself as being self, then we become selfish. And then all the various nasty and ugly things happen in the world oppression of each other, taking advantage of each other, hurting each other, abusing each other, 
All this happens because of selfishness. All the terrible, horrible things that happen in the world because of human selfishness come from the identification with self and the ignorance that causes it. So it's exactly because of this that we need to understand the stream of dependent origination. Because when we really see this directly for ourselves, then it's no longer possible to ignorantly grasp at the positive and the negative. To hang on to things as being me. That identity of self with self can't hold, it, it disappears. And so there's no basis for selfishness. Without selfishness, where will all these ugly, terrible human actions come from? The violence, the crime, the abuse, the exploitation. Where that will all disappear when there's no more selfishness to fuel it. This is how the understanding of Paticca Samupada can help the world. If you examine all the problems in this world, you'll see they come from selfishness, which comes from our own stupidity. The cure for that stupidity, which will end our selfishness, is the true understanding of Paticca Samupada. This is the understanding, the knowledge that can really help the world. All the stuff you read in books or you learn at university or while traveling around Asia, none of this can help the world the way understanding of Paticca Samupada can help. <clears throat> Due to are not understanding Paticca Samupada, then there arises Atta or Self. Atta means the feeling that this me that exists, this I who exists, here I am, I exist here. This feeling is what we mean by Atta or Self. Once there is this feeling of self, this identity of self with self, then anything that pleases the self is positive. Anything that displeases the self is negative. And so because of the self, positive and negativeness occurs. And then because of this positiveness and negativeness, there arise the kilesa. This is a very important word, so please remember it in the original. Kilesa, it means things that pollute, things that defile, that make, that tarnish and make dirty. 
So these pollutions or defilements arise because of positiveness and negativeness. If there's positiveness, the mind wants it. I've got to have it, I've got to get it, I've got to keep it. If, if it's negative, then I've got to get rid of it, I've got to destroy it, I've got to kill it. And if it's not clearly positive or negative, then the mind has to figure out, well, what is this? Should I want it or should I get rid of it? Do I like it or don't I? And so the mind just chases after the thing, spinning around the thing. <clears throat> These are the three kinds of kilesa, the greed category of I've got to have it, I've got to get it. The anger and hatred category of I've got to get rid of it, I need to kill it, destroy it. And then the delusion and confusion category of what is it anyway? Is it good for me or is it bad? The mind. So there are these three basic activities of defilement, trying to pull in, pushing away, and chasing after and spinning around. Because of positiveness and negativeness, these different kinds of kilesa occur. And because of these kilesa, all our selfish actions happen. All of the kilesa, all the things that pollute our minds, arise because we don't understand paticca samupada. So it's understanding of paticca samupada that can free us from all these pollutions. An easy example of this are the kilesa having to do with sex. All the lust and greed, all the abuse and exploitation that people do to each other, and all the lust and greed they experience because of sex or concerning sex. Now one old-fashioned way to deal with this problem is to go look at corpses, to look at rotting corpses in order to weaken one's feeling of lust. But that's a really clumsy way of going about it. It's not nearly as effective as seeing the reality of Paticca Samupata. By just seeing for a moment the reality of Paticca Samupata, then one recognizes that this person doesn't exist, that person doesn't exist. Maleness, femaleness don't really exist. There's just the flow of causes and conditions. And this wipes out all those feelings of sex, all that lust, all that greed, and all the selfishness about sex that are so dominant in the world today. Just by seeing Paticca Samupada, all that disappears. This is, this is the direct way, the most efficient way to deal with these kind of problems. 
the kind of defilements and kilesa like those of sex. Other forms of of pollution, of wickedness, such as anger, hatred, and fear, can be eliminated in just the same way. The knowledge of Paticca Samupada will disappear all of these ugly, wicked states of mind. All the things that disturb and trouble our minds, lust, greed, anger, hatred, fear, worry and anxiety, longing after the past, envy, jealousy and possessiveness, sexual jealousy, and all the other wicked states of mind. All of these can be eliminated through the correct understanding, the direct realization of Paticca Samupata. This brings us to the, the end or the conclusion of the meaning and purpose of Paticca Samupata. When we've thoroughly realized the reality of Paticca Samupata, then we understand directly, totally, the fact of anatta, the fact of not-self, that everything is not-self. There isn't anything that can be classified or regarded as being self, as being me, or being mine. The Ticca Samupada ends in the realization of sunyata, or voidness, that the inherent nature of all things is void of self. There's no inherent being or selfhood in anything. So the understanding of Paticca Samupada brings us to the understanding of not-self and voidness. And through the understanding of <clears throat> anatta and sunyata, then there's no chance for Paticca Samupada to happen. Realizing not-self and voidness makes it impossible for Paticca Samupada to, to occur. Or if we put it more simply, understanding Paticca Samupada ends Paticca Samupada. When we thoroughly understand it, that stops it. There is no more of this dependent origination of ignorance and selfishness. So this is the cause of a quite marvelous statement which goes, the understanding of Paticca Samupada will eliminate the flow of Paticca Samupada. Finally, I'd like to thank you all for being 
very patient listeners, and we'd like to thank you for that. We thank you because you've given meaning and purpose to this place. This place has value because you've come here to learn about Dhamma. And you also give value to my life. My life has value because it can be used in this way. So you don't have to thank me. Instead, I would like to thank you. But anyway, if we have the understanding of Paticca Samupata, there doesn't exist someone who must thank or anyone to be thanked because there is just anatta, not self. You can't find the person who must thank, who should be thankful, or the person who is to be thanked. There is just voidness, and that's how everything ends. And so you walk back to the center without any walker. There's just the flow of etapajayada, of causes and conditions, leading to new causes and conditions. Just this process of conditionality. Just the walking without any walker. So we close today's meaning at this point. <laughs>